Welcome to Food Management's One-on-One with Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Bazalka. Today I'm talking with Jeff Grass, founder and CEO of an office catering firm called Hungry that is adapting to the emerging workplace dining environment with its cafes and coffee bars by Hungry platform. Jeff, thank you for joining us today. Let me start by asking you to describe what makes your cafes distinctive from traditional workplace cafes. What do they offer in terms of things like menu and convenience and operational efficiency? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Mike. It's an honor to be here and, uh, uh, and yeah, appreciate the, the opportunity. Um, what, what sets you know, Hungry Cafes apart is um, you know, the way that they're, they're organized and run is, is fundamentally different than the, the legacy approach to an on-site you know, corporate cafeteria. So um, your traditional model is, is you build out you know, a large, expensive on-site commercial kitchen. You have full-time culinary staff. And we believe in a post-COVID world, you know, a model that was already a pretty expensive proposition for most clients you know, will be extremely you know, difficult to support. And so with the, the Hungry Cafe model, we are leveraging food that's produced off-site by our, our network of top local chefs and then brought on-site during peak demand times uh, in order to serve the team. Um, it still provides, you know, from a front of house perspective, you know, full time, you know, permanent presence on site, um, you know, very kind of customer and, and hospitality centric team, but that really eliminates the need for an on site commercial kitchen and the, the full time culinary staff, which really drives a lot of costs and inflexibility to the, you know, from the legacy model. Mm-hmm. So, where does their rollout um, currently stand? How many are currently operating, and what are your plans for the coming year? Yeah. Well, well, Hungry as a, as a company has been in the, the business food market for, for about five years now. We operate in nine major markets across the country. Um, and so we have a lot of experience you know, serving clients of all sizes um, with, with daily food programs and, and other things um, at scale. Um, uh, with regards to our specific cafe initiative, it's, it's something we are just rolling out now. It's a brand new initiative. Uh, we've been piloting it at a, at a location on the White House grounds in Washington, D.C., um, to really you know, help refine and perfect our model and our operating procedures. Uh, but it, it's really leveraging uh, you know, the capabilities that we've built you know, over the years uh, in our core business, uh, leveraging a lot of the chefs that we have on our platform and their menus, uh, and the team, you know, and, the, and the great you know, sort of focus on providing obsessive hospitality that our team has been you know, built upon and, and really trained upon. So um, we're, we're just now going to market. We're in discussions with uh, potential clients all over the country, and we're really getting you know, quite a positive response, um, primarily because we're finding that you know, companies are really challenged with you know, predicting you know, when will my people come back, how many will come back, who's going to be in which days, right? You know, mm-hmm. Not just you know, when are we going to start to come back, but you know, are we on a Tuesday, Thursday you know, mostly in and other days mostly out? Um, so how do you have a solution that can really flex up and down, um, you know, as, as, as the needs change over time, right? And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and potentially we may go, you know, Omicron variant may come and you have to shift back to a smaller operating structure than, than you know, sort of in other times, you know, a bigger operating structure. So, um, so Hungry Cafes are really designed to be adaptable, adjustable, you know, in terms of the on-site footprint, you know, by day as well as, you know, being able to flex up and down with regards to food production and food needs mm-hmm. um, without sacrificing food quality. If anything, I think we, we increase, you know, food quality because you're leveraging really high-end, you know, vetted ch- local chefs, um, each with different styles, tastes, and flavors as well. So you get tremendous variety, which also solves 
you know, one of the traditional challenges with, uh, you know, kind of the legacy, you know, corporate cap- cafeteria model. So mm-hmm. lots of advantages um, that, that really allow companies to, to more effectively address their, their their organization's food needs in a very uncertain environment, in a very unpredictable environment. Now, you touched on some of them, but what are some of the other trends you see in the workplace dining market that um, your cafes are designed to accommodate? Yeah, so we're, we're definitely seeing, um, you know, companies are, are starting to tiptoe back into the office. And mm-hmm. so uh, companies are struggling with, you know, we don't have enough, to, you know, people yet to, mm-hmm. to open our, our cafeterias or our cafes, um, you know, because their traditional, you know, approach, again, is so expensive to operate. And so, you know, if it's a location that really needs to provide food, you know, how do you do that? So one of the nice things about the Hungry platform is we have a, a lot of very flexible offerings. So what we're seeing is really companies looking at this more as a continuum. So, you know, if it's if it's smaller numbers, you know, you know, hard to predict numbers, maybe starting off with uh, food service solutions that have, you know, lots of flexibility, such as our group order technology that allows uh, each individual in the company to order their own lunch, you know, by 10 a.m., and then it all arrives between, you know, 12 and 1230. Um, you know, individually wrapped or packaged meals is also, um, you know, more of the norm today than it was, you know, pre-pandemic. But as, as companies get more and more scale, we are seeing them move to more, you know, served buffets and, and more traditional, you know, kind of Chipotle-style or buffet-style, you know, offerings. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, you know, their expectation is as they get you know more and more density back, uh, more and more you know higher percentage of their of their their employee base back than reopening the cafes and the coffee bars. We are also seeing a lot more interest in coffee bars. It's, it's kind of a, a you know a step in that direction. You know, with, in a time where you know companies still have you know a lot of uncertainty just around you know how many people and when and which days they'll be back. So it's a it's a very challenging time for facilities directors and others to to really know you know. When's the right time to reopen the cafe? So, being able to provide solutions that, that flex up and down, you know, that, that it can kind of you know migrate from mm-hmm. one to the next as their needs change is, is really you know we're seeing resonating in the market. Well, definitely. Is there a particular kind or size of workplace that you're especially targeting for these cafes? Uh, what's the best fit for them? Yeah, yeah. Generally, as, as companies start to have you know, I, I'd say traditionally you know, 500 people plus mm-hmm. um, each day. Um, um, I'd say, you know, uh, most aren't, you know, 100% back though, right? So mm-hmm. what we're seeing is, is is probably more demand at the 1,000 person plus or at least, you know, 1,000 people, um, you know, you know, technically in the office location, even though they might not all be back yet. So um, I would say I think it's really going to be a 2022 phenomenon where more and more of these cafes will, will start to reopen as, as you start to see more widespread return to office happening. And most of our clients are certainly pointing at Q1 as the, the time frame when they're going to you know, start to really push to, to bring people back in a more meaningful way. I understand there's also uh, kind of a social service aspect to the cafes as you'll be providing one meal to local communities for every two purchased to fight food insecurity. Tell me how that will work and why that's important. Yeah, absolutely. So at Hungry, we're a very purpose-driven company. Our core purpose is to improve the lives of everyone we touch with a special focus on the chefs who are partners on the platform, the clients we serve, and the communities where we operate. Um, One of our core values is also being people-centered. So everything we do with our cafes is very much around, you know, uh, being people-centered, really bringing forth the the chefs that are dedicated to the cafes um, uh, and the companies and the clients that we serve. but one, two of the core pillars around our commitment to 
community is helping fight hunger and environmental sustainability. And so we have always, since the founding of the company, um, helped provide a meal in the local community for every two meals that we sell. So we'll continue to do that with our, our cafe offering, just like we do with our, our catering and pop-up offering. So um, yeah, we've, we've been able to provide you know, close to a million meals now um, uh, to, to the in the communities where we operate. And, uh, uh, and, uh, and it's just something that you know, we think is really important for us to do and it's something we're very committed to keep doing you know, going forward. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for joining us today, and certainly good luck going forward with your ventures. Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate it. And uh, if anybody's interested, you can go to tryhungry.com uh, backslash cafes to learn more. So I appreciate uh, the opportunity.